It is about that time for Ready, Set, Real Estate. And I am so stoked. I'm always stoked, you guys. I'm always pumped about what we're doing. Anything real estate related, that is. And we are on our live Wednesday show. It's going to be jam-packed today with powerful information. I see folks chiming in. Shout out to Kendra. Kendra B's on the line. Thank you, Kendra, for your continued support. I see she's got fam in the building, Sega Capital. I've got Wayne Kimball Jr., co-founder, managing partner, and Alex Sanders Jr., also co-founder and managing partner. These two kings, I should say, bring a plethora of knowledge, experience, and information, and they have developed quite a private investment group that we're going to learn more about what it means to give back to the community, not just in your words, but in your actions. And I am so happy and so honored to have them both on the show today. And I will introduce to you all, Wayne and Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lisa. We're glad to be here. Um, you know, I, we, we just feed off of your excitement and your enthusiasm, and, and we mirrored that as well. Um, we, we can't wait to share some of the things we've been doing, but um, also, you know, how people like you and, and so many other advocates like uh, Kendra uh, continue to really feed our community by way of real estate. So uh, thank you again for having us. Absolutely. I'm glad we worked out schedules because you all are doing amazing things and it is a joy to see uh, both of you building your teams and making strides. Because I know in this game, people think it's get in quick, make money. Mm -hmm. And I, I was reading up on some of your stories when you first started out and making the flights to meet your investors. And uh, I know the story, but our audience doesn't. So I, I would love for you to just touch on just some of the growing pains. But first, let's first start out with where you're from. Um, and Alex, uh, uh, Alex, I want you to say hi too. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to jump in. Hey everyone, yeah. thanks for having us. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to be panning between both of you as we uh, take turns uh, sharing. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm master student. And even though I've got my experience, uh, it is a joy just to bring other people in the industry that are doing different things. Cause what I have shared with all my guests on the show, um, I in no way am trying to do it all. <laughs> in no way am I trying to do it all. So I'm happy that I can bring someone else that is doing it on the level that you're doing it. So let's talk a little bit about that. Alex, share with us just kind of where you're from. And um, I think maybe the story of the merger with you and Alex and, and about Sega Capital. Okay, a um, little bit about oh, myself. Oh, Alex, oh, Wayne. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I have Wayne up, thank you. No wonder Wayne's like looking at me like, okay. 
so so yeah, I, I'll let Alex share a little bit about himself. Um, the, the two of us make a great team because um, I come with a, a strong corporate and, and global business uh, background, and and Alex definitely has a wealth of knowledge in the real estate space, and that's why we came together to uh, create Sega Capital. And um, you know, we, we we definitely make some strides in the real estate industry, but I, I'll let him tell you the story about how we got started and some of the cool things we're doing. Oh, wonderful. Go for okay. it. Um, quick introduction about myself and I'll let Wayne do his introduction. Uh, my name is Alex Sanders, um, born in Chicago, raised in Indianapolis. Uh, okay. I, I came from the real estate family. Both of my parents are residential real estate agents. So at a young age, I knew that I wanted to get into real estate. I just didn't know how. Um, got a track scholarship to North Carolina A&T State University in Greensboro, North Carolina, Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. Um, <laughs> where I met Wayne, um, we're college friends. Um, there, I majored in marketing, graduated a bachelor's of science in marketing. After that, um, I came back and started doing commercial real estate. I figured, hey, commercial real estate is something that a lot of people don't know about, and it's something I can actually do and, and open it up to our community. So, did yeah. commercial real estate for a few years, um, selling everything from office buildings to uh, multifamily units to uh, retail centers. Um, after doing that, I said, hey, hmm, I want to get into development. Um, I'm tired. I want to be the guy that's hiring the, the real estate broker. They're, they're the ones with the real money. But right. um, the people I'm working with, they didn't, they really, they pushed me to get into development, but they didn't really know how. So I decided to go back to school, went to Georgetown, got my master's in real estate and uh, in real estate finance and development. And now, I would say my other job, don't like to say day job because I feel like I'm doing Sega 24-7, gladly. But uh, my other job, I'm a, a luxury student housing real estate developer. So basically, I'm looking at sites throughout the United States um, to build anything from uh, cottages, which are houses, all the way up to 12 to 15 story buildings. Wow. Impressive. And it's so funny because... I'm just now redesigning my business cards to add commercial mm -hmm. to them. And I realize I'm missing opportunities because I'm not actually advertising mm -hmm. that I do commercial. You know, most people know that I'm doing residential and in our farm. I mean, people oftentimes are choosing pockets that are the residential units. But what about all the commercial properties yeah. surrounding that? And I'm like, I mean, I at the top of the year, I told myself and this was a $60,000 commission as a learning for me. Uh, mm -hmm. January in my farm, I missed the opportunity to sell 10 units. I mean, I, I put I put flyers on the doors for the tenants <laughs> to convert them to residential, but didn't even think to market to the owner yeah. who at the top of the year you know, put his building for sale at one point something million. And I was like, ah, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> so I am really happy that you mentioned commercial because this is the space that we definitely need to start talking more about. And I am really happy that as we learn more about what Sega Capital offers, its mm -hmm. members, I think people get to tap into you as a resource and uh, what you're doing. And I'm so happy that you said that you want to be the one that hires the brokers. Mm -hmm. So very true. And I too am being trained as a developer as well. So yes, there's levels to this. And yes. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I see you, Wayne. Please chime in. <laughs> All right. So a little bit about, about myself. Um, I grew up in a little town called Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, so uh, a rural part of the state. But um, I had an early introduction to real estate because uh, my family was always keen on beyond a 401k and beyond just your day job. You need to have um, investments in other spaces. And in, in rural America, one of those places um, to do so is in the real estate area. And I've seen my parents uh, invest into those spaces um, through, through the years. And I went to North Carolina a State University, uh, majored in civil engineering. So mm. I've done a lot of the uh, design and construction work in that space, transitioned into corporate America where um, I have been doing global business consulting, have opened offices around the globe. Um, so as a matter of fact, one of the offices I opened um, in, in my nine to five job was in the building that Alex sold. Um, so, you know, there continue to be lots of synergies there. Yes, um, so awesome. <laughs> as I continue to grow uh, both professionally and personally, um, I knew that I wanted to begin to diversify my own portfolio. And um, it was at a holiday party a few years ago that Alex and I were having a conversation um, about, you know, us both having a passion about investing in real estate. You know, we, we talked about and we knew what each other did in our day jobs. And, and we have been friends since college, like Alex said. And we said, hey, well, let's do this together. Surely enough, three months after that conversation, we had our first investment property um, and the rest is wow. history. So, wow. so today we're, we're excited about not just only sharing that story with people, but sharing that opportunity with people. And yeah. um, at Sega Capital, we really believe in making real investments. Um, when, you, when you see that tagline in print or on our website, it's you know the word real in all caps, the, the word estate in hard brackets and then investments, because obviously it is real estate investments, but it's all about real investments. We're making real investments into the community by way of um, creating and offering clean, safe, affordable housing. Um, we are making real investments into the people of the community by offering employment opportunities and, and ways for them to be involved. And then um, we're also offering real investments to, to emerging investors who were once in our seats, right? Who said, you know, I have 500, I have a thousand dollars. I don't have a ton of money, but I do want to invest into something beyond either, uh, you know, depreciating assets or even beyond assets like, you know, your 401k, your IRA um, and, and things of that sort. So now we have a platform by which we allow people to um, invest into our real estate portfolio that is continually growing with as little as um, five hundred to a thousand dollars, and so you know we are really Wait, hold the phone, hold the door. You say that so easily. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. As little as five hundred or a thousand dollars. Tax time is coming for a lot of people right now, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, strategic estate and tax planning, I would suggest would be yes. If I cannot purchase on my own, what options are available to purchase with other people that is already doing it and has a portfolio? Absolutely. So is that what we're saying? Is that what we're saying here? Absolutely. There is so much power in, in pooling capital. And that's something that we've been sharing with 
not just minority communities, not just millennial communities, but, uh, you know, all people from all walks of life. Um, the reality of it is, is it's not just people who don't have enough money to play the real estate game, but they're also people who have the money, but don't have the time, right? They don't want to be landlords. They don't want to be fully invested or all the way in the weeds of, of what exactly we do as real estate investors and real estate professionals, right? So we definitely... Um, offer that opportunity for people to be engaged. Um, and that's something that we're very proud of because, um, you know, it's just another way that we are bringing people along with us on the journey. And um, I think that's what excites us most. We're, we're educating people, we're enabling people, and we're empowering people um, to do something in real estate that they otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to do, um, whether that be financially, um, whether that be from a, a time or resource standpoint, or whether that even be you know, just from, like I said, not having the skills or the know-how. So we're, we're excited to partner with those type people. And I'll, I'll let Alex tell you all about, you know, some of the ways we are pooling money and um, crowdfunding. I appreciate that. Alex? So, yeah, uh, thanks, Wayne. Um, Wayne mentioned that we have a portal, uh, SegaCapital.com, where we have a, a list of properties where we, Wayne and I have already purchased it. We got it up and running, did the renovation, started collecting rent on it, paying the expenses. And we're like, hey, this property is making money. How can we help out the community or get other people invested into it? So we might have property A, like I said, that's giving a certain return. We'll say, okay, hey, property A, we'll let investors become owners of this property with us for, um, hey, $500. You have $500, you are X amount percent of an owner of this property. So the goal here is to get investors to be able to invest in real estate without necessarily have to handle all the everyday risk that comes along with it. The risk of leasing it out, the risk of dealing with um, an AC unit going out or a heat unit going out, the, the risk of going to court because somebody didn't pay rent. Um, all that stuff Sega Capital handles, but there, the, the, the investor is able to get returns based on that as well. So that's just something that Wayne and I are really excited and we um, just opened it up to our other people and other investors to take a chance to come look at it. And that is very strategic. So I wanted to touch on something that, again, it's important that we are we're bringing up because we we do we deal with it in our everyday business. But for those who don't, uh, they don't expect to hear the nightmare stories. And for, mm -hmm. for me, I'm actually in a couple escrow transactions that involve pre litigation mediations, arbitrations, I have clients suing the seller, seller suing tenants, all that mm -hmm. fun stuff. And when you said, when you mentioned about dealing with, right, as an investor, uh, when you take on an as-is property, oftentimes you're dealing with evictions that can take time. Uh, you're dealing with uh, the unknown. And so this show is to talk about the unknown that the, we, we talk about flip, but then there's the flop. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I, I really appreciated in one of the stories that you had shared, I think is maybe your first property where it you, you, you were fully vested in it and then you decided to hold it instead mm -hmm. of flipping it. Would you share that? Just kind of what that journey and challenge was. And I'm happy that you saw the opportunity or just maybe found some positive. You tell me, I don't know at what point was it like, Ah, I think we just need to hold it at this point. Well, I, I would definitely um, say that, 
you know, everyone should always prepare for the unexpected. Um, when we bought our first property, we got an outstanding deal on it. Um, you know, we had incredible, uh, a great financing um, deal on it. And, you know, we went straight in, began doing renovations and we were like, man, we were going to get this thing back on the market in 30 to 45 days. We're going to pocket some money. We're going to go do, do another one. Well, surely enough, um, we began doing those renovations. It took just a tad bit longer than we expected. Um, mm. Nonetheless, we put it on the market, lots and lots of interest. But we saw that lots of interest is only relative, right? Because mm. that interest um, for every one tour that we did for people who were interested in buying it, we were getting five calls to rent it. So mm. though the market was doing really strong um, in the area at that time, the reality of it was is that there was lots of interest to, to rent the property. Um, so, so that took us to um, a, a scenario where we said, okay, we, there might be some real opportunity here that, that we're overlooking. Um, maybe in this market, and we began to do more research, maybe in this market, there is a greater need for rental properties than there are um, people who have the cash or you know, who have uh, the credit or whatever to, to buy a home. And, and quite honestly, um, though we had already started the business, we, we thought we were going into a flipping business or where we we're going to do, you know, just very fast um, kind of churn and burn and, and, and continue making money that way. But um, long story short, it has now fueled what you now see as 18 properties and over two million dollars in assets. So. Um, Boom! You say that so casually and all good. I hold on. Don't don't do that. I'll do it for you. <laughs> He's like, you know. And now we've got eighteen properties and a you know a couple millions in assets. No, kudos to you guys. Thank yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so yes. much. But, but, but in, in sharing that story, um, you know, Alex is always um, the one with you know boots on the ground, got to give him big kudos because he leads all of our construction efforts. Um, yes. and, and I think he can share a little bit more insight for, for the viewers and for the listeners here today um, to learn more about some of the things that we did encounter when we uh, were going into that construction deal and, and, and not just managing contractors, but how we were making design decisions and how we were making decisions around where we would spend our money in, in that investment. Alex, I'd like to hear that, especially so what's important here is when we one thing when we're talking about invest in this company invest in us uh today i really i'm like i know who you came as a referral who's doing amazing things and you guys are showing proof and i just want to i want the audience to be like yo these guys and their team yes and so this is an opportunity for them to hear the experience in the background so if you don't mind, I want to kind of un uncover and, and do the unlayering of that, if you will, if you allow me, just entertain <laughs> me a bit. <laughs> okay, yeah, shoot with questions. I, I'm happy to answer anything that you have. Yeah, so uh, Wayne was mentioning about just some of the decision-making and, mm -hmm. and I actually, Wayne went exactly, segued into my next question is how you two decided roles, who's going to do what. And okay. he mentioned in terms of design and uh, building and the construction aspect, I wanted to learn a little bit more about your your perspective and your um, how you are handling that. Okay. Um, let me first start off by saying I, I have, I don't, I have my contractor's license, but I'm not, uh, I wasn't too big into construction before Sega. Um, 
my introduction, it was mostly both of my parents. So my parents are both residential real estate agents and my dad would uh, transform that to the contracting business as well, where, hey, he'll find a property, uh, figure out what his, uh, his client would like and say, hey, well, if we fix this up or if we throw paint on it or if we do anything, I promise I can get you another 5,000. I promise I can get you another $10,000. Well, then um, he started going out for bids for this stuff and realized, hey, these contractors are charging a lot more for something that if we just spend a little time learning how to do, we can do. So I was, it started off with me just going on sites with my dad and trying to make $20 here, $30 here, $40 here in high school just to go out and have fun with my friends. But in order to get that money, me and my brother was rolling carpet or painting or hanging drywall and things of that nature. So that's how I started off. My, my first house was um, uh, that I bought purchase was in a low income area that I saw was rising. But it had a, a, a lady that lived in there for 40 years. So mm. the house was in bad condition. It was just more of, hey, can I throw a little paint on here? Can I change out the carpet? Can I do something? And I was able to do that and, and double the value in the property. That being said, when Wayne and I decided to go with this venture, we wanted to first find a house that, hey, that's in a residential family neighborhood because we figured, hey, you get the most money for that. And the house started off as a two bedroom house. And as you, as listeners may know or may not know, in order to be considered a bedroom, at least in the house in Indiana, you have to have a closet in it. So we looked at the original floor plan and pretty, two pretty nationwide. Yeah, <laughs> nationwide. That's what it is. So um, we looked, we looked at the floor plan and it was originally four bedrooms that they had just made into two large ones. So we said, okay, we really can make money if we change this two bedroom to a four bedroom. Well, then we were in there knocking down walls <laughs> because wow. Wayne and I were, we really bootstrapped everything. So we didn't have any money. We had the little money that we was making from our, our nine to five. So we said, OK, we need to save as much money as possible. So we were in there from nights and weekends, knocking down walls, hanging drywall, um, rolling floor. finding discounts at Lowe's, finding discounts at Home Depot, <laughs> meeting contractors who may have a regular day job, but want to make a little extra money on the side at night. And, and so the prices would be a little cheaper. We're using contractors who would do this at night and weekends as well in order to save money. Um, doing that, we was able to uh, get our first property renovated for a lot less than what we had originally budgeted. But um, as Wayne told you, it, it wasn't selling as quickly as we needed to. Like I said, we were bootstrapping. So Wayne and I needed that money. <laughs> we needed the money to come in loan payments start coming in and we said hey uh let's just rent it out and the rest is history right right as you let me just kind of touch on you said knocking down walls did you run into any permit issues at any point at least with that property so no we did not uh most of it is if you're knocking down walls you're usually okay um it's the permit issues come into place when you're building the walls back up and if you're building up a certain square footage of walls, since the since the bedrooms were already um, zoned, I guess for was supposed to be a four bedroom, it was easy for us to throw those walls back up, um, and the square footage was um, less than what we needed to, in order to get a permit. So we was able to knock all that out quickly and and efficiently. Um, just by got doing it. Us. Got it. So the due diligence happened was that it was already in existing. Mm -hmm. um, it had the bedroom counts and you were just now putting it back. Yes. 
got it. Okay, I just want to just clear, be, be clear, due diligence, folks, due diligence. And Definitely. I asked the question because, um, you know, when you start renovating, be mindful of what you need permits for. And when you're dealing with your, your GCs, your contractors, you know, do the bids include your permits or, or they don't. So make yeah. sure you're asking the questions. <laughs> and to add on to that, um, not only are you asking the questions, but you're asking the questions to multiple contractors. You might have a guy in there who says, no, you don't need this. You don't need this just in order to get the job and mm. he'll be able to do a low price. But then it may be the wrong thing. It, may, it might be telling you the wrong information. But if you get two, three, four bids in there and usually contractors are willing to give you bids so they can get the job. And if it's a flip so they can build that relationship with you. Make sure go with the ones that are saying the same thing that maybe the other contractor said. If it's four people saying you need permits and one saying you don't, you might want to go with one of the four people that says, "Hey, go get permits and let's get this done." So you mean to tell me you're getting more than one bid on a job? <laughs> you just don't go with the first one. Don't go with All the right. first. One. Absolutely. Yes. As, as Alex and I like to say to uh, some of the people that we coach and mentor, um, you know, when we're talking about flipping a house, we always say, don't get flipped, right? Um, Ooh, and, and don't get flipped. <laughs> you, can, you can definitely get flipped um, if you if you are not, you know, getting enough bids or if you're not talking to the right people or not getting permits or just putting your money in the wrong places, um, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we definitely, um, you know, believe in don't get flipped. As a matter of fact, we have a, a couple courses and workshops that we're going to be doing uh, here very soon about how not to get flipped. So be sure to check out um, our website, segacapital.com. That's uh, S-E-I-G-G-A capital.com, as well as um, our Facebook and Instagram. Um, and that's at Sega Capital. That's again S E I G G A C A P I T A L. Because um, we definitely have some good stuff coming up um, that we want to continue to, like I said, educate, empower, and enable people. Even if it's not just with them investing with us, um, we definitely want to give them tools, best practices, and things that we've learned the hard way. Um, you know, for for them to be successful in this space, because it's plenty of opportunity. It's definitely plenty yeah. of opportunity. Um, and, and we invite people, like I said, to come along with us on the journey. I am so happy you did that. And that was so timely, too. <laughs> that was so timely because we can definitely go on. But I want to be respectful, and mindful of your time. And I do have showings uh, in about 20 minutes. So uh, what I did want to also mention or just kind of ask um, so SegaCapital.com and you have information on where portfolios are available because I we didn't talk touch about touch on where exactly are properties located, where are you investing? Um, and go ahead. <laughs> Great question. I, I don't just know if that's say, an um, Alex answer or, or Wayne. Well, yeah, I'll just start and then I'll hand it over to Alex. Um, you know, as an organization, um, we're very strategic about where we invest and how we invest. We underwrite our deals um, incredibly um, conservatively. Um, and that's to make sure that we protect our own investments as well as the investments of um, the people that partner with us. Um, right now, we have investments in three states, but we uh, continue to grow that out and uh, we're incredibly opportunistic. So, uh, Lisa, if you ever have a deal for us, give us a call. Um, yeah, I, I actually got out. a couple I'm sitting on right now. Um, a buyer could not perform on it. The investor couldn't perform due to some issues. So, yeah, I'm going to run it by you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll Alex to just give a quick blurb of, about what we look for and the type of properties we have right now. But definitely come to our website and check us out. Awesome. Thank you. 
Alex? So yeah, uh, like, like Wayne said, uh, we're very opportunistic. So if anybody has deals and want to send us deals, um, we'll be happy to look at it. But again, our goal is to make sure that um, not only that us and our investors are making money, but we don't want them to lose it. And Sega's not going to make money until our investors start seeing a return. That's one thing we pride ourselves on. Um, like I said in the beginning, our our investors, our um, our portfolio is all properties that we already own that are that is making money, and that, and they will come up um, periodically throughout the year as needed. Um, these returns are anywhere between seven and twelve percent, and usually we give some type of preferred return to investors, but um, Again, if you would like to know more, um, Wayne and I are very open to calls. We have calls with each and every one of our investors um, just so they know what they're getting into, the pros and the cons of investing and how we'll um, have to make money. So go to SegaCapital.com. I appreciate that. Okay, so as we get ready to wrap the show, and this has been really, like I said, powerful. It has been very strategic. Uh, I really like that you guys are analytical, um, and it is, it comes down to the numbers. See, when we talk about real estate from this standpoint, as I share this with our listening and viewing audience, when we share real estate from this standpoint, this is not emotional. That's this right. is not emotional. This is strictly about the numbers, which is why I want to dabble more, not more dabble. I shouldn't say dabble. I want to really go more into commercial uh, because it's about the numbers. <laughs> It is yes, about numbers it. and make sure that you <laughs> partner with people that you trust. Um, mm -hmm. Alex has heard me say this many, many times, but I have the best business partner in the world. Um, mm -hmm. And beyond that, I think we have one of the um, strongest teams, you know, I've ever had the opportunity to work with. So we're very blessed in that regard. So um, definitely want to give a quick shout out to, um, you know, Jonathan. Uh, we have actually two Jonathans on our team. They oversee our product as well as um, some of our other branding. And of course, to Kendra, uh, she works with us um, in, in our marketing and uh, public relations spaces. So uh, shout out to our team. Shout out to all your li listeners. Um, so Lisa, thank you so much for this opportunity. And uh, my, my parting words uh, would definitely be, look, to anyone listening, just get beyond the start line. Just start somewhere, mm. get in the game, and just get ready, set, real estate. Love it! <laughs> Alex, what do you have for us? <laughs> kind of like Wayne said, uh, don't be scared. Take that first step, and don't be afraid to fail. Failure is what made Wayne and I, not to say that we're the best, but that's what got us to the to Sega Capital. Capital was the first failure. So uh, don't get discouraged and just keep pushing on. I appreciate it. You guys, this was so amazing. We will continue to have you back on the shows. We revisit some of the new things happening. Feel free to reach out. And, you know, I really want to say thank you, Kendra Barnes. She was one of our past guests doing amazing things, speaking and doing wonderful summits uh, uh, for people. And to have you on the show has been amazing. So, yeah, shout out to Jonathan Collins, partner handles corporate branding and John Lancaster product and technology of the Sega capital team. You guys, this is it. We are out and I'll see you next time on ready, set real estate. Be sure to subscribe to the radio podcast everywhere. Thanks. <laughs>